Well, we want to welcome everybody to Facebook this morning and our service here at Summit Church. So glad you could be with us. And we're so glad Pastor Kemp could join us this morning as well. Thank you. My privilege. A joy to be with you today. Absolutely. We're going to have a wonderful time. Christmas is over with. And hopefully, Pastor Kemp, you got everything you ever wanted and more. From... <laughs> Indeed, I did. Indeed, I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Christmas time. I love I love the music. I love the family, you know, the fellowship, the, the not just personal family, spiritual family, the services that, that uh, we get to have. And oh, it was, it's just a wonderful time of the year, don't you think? A- absolutely. It is one of my favorites, and it is a big time around my house. It I know. Is, it's I know. a big deal here, let me <laughs> tell you. It's big. It's big. Yeah. And speaking of uh, the holidays, let me just mention this to you today, that... Um, New Year's Eve, we're going to have a special watch night service. Uh, we're going to praise, we're going to worship, we're going to prayer. And what's interesting about this is that we're going to have a lot of other churches joining together with us. And we'll be meeting at the Alabama Music Hall where we meet every Sunday anyway. And so uh, we're excited about that. I don't know about you, Pastor Kemp, but I kind of grew up every year um, praying in the new year. I was a little child and I remember my parents always praying in the new year. I, I never remember a time where it was New Year's Day or 1201, uh, January 1st, without my eyes being closed. That's an amazing thing. And there's no, there's no better thing you can do to start the new year. I know. And to close out the old. I, absolutely. I, I think it's a very special time. And so... Uh, a lot of the pastors in this area, we just really felt like, man, it would be a wonderful time for us just to come together and just pray in the new year and praise out the the old year. And so we're looking forward to it. It'll start at 10 o'clock on that New Year's Eve night, uh, next this this coming up week. And uh, we hope you can come. Uh, you can, they'll have a concession stand open. You can buy some concessions if you want. We'll play some games. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll just have a good time, light time, and then a more serious time as the evening goes along. Um, Pastor Yunel and the Hispanic Church, they'll be there as well, singing some songs. And, and uh, it's just going to be a wonderful time. And so look forward to that. Also, uh, on the heels of that, January 2nd, we're going to be having 21 days of prayer and fasting. Now, Pastor Kim, if you got any thoughts on that, what, what's the value of prayer and fasting? I don't think there's anything that the church does that is more significant and more important than prayer coupled with fasting. Mm. A biblical study will quickly reveal to you that that was a practice in the life of Jesus and a practice in the life of that early church. And according to Jesus, there are some strongholds that can only be broken mm. through prayer and fasting. Yep. Prayer and fasting. So it's something that we have done for years as well. Um, So we'll be doing that. And there'll be many churches across the land and Christians across the land. So we'll start January 2nd. Now, here's a new thing that we're kind of introducing to you and hope you can be a part of. But every morning on that 21-day fast, starting January 2nd at 6 o'clock, you can make a phone call to this number that's going to be shown to you on the screen. Just make a phone call, call in, and we're going to have like this massive conference call. And it will be led by one of um, our um, people in our church. And we'll, we will lead that, that morning in a prayer and a devotion. 
And um, so we'll have a corporate time so we can all get together and you can, it won't last maybe about 15 minutes. We'll pray, we'll have a little devotion and, um, and then you can get on with your day and go to work. So that's one of the a neat things that we can come together. Even though we're not really meeting in person, we can make a phone call. Maybe you can do that every day. Hope you can. So that's what we're adding to it. Well, Pastor Kim, we're just glad you're here. And, um, you know, 2020 has been a crazy year, as we all know. And I've heard lots of people talk and say, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. Praise God, 2021 is here. And uh, there's a lot of expectations for this new year. And um, any thoughts about that, 2021? You know, I was thinking about as you were talking there, I don't know of a a person that has said to me, 2020 has been the greatest year of my life. (laughs) What I have rather heard is just what you said. I will be so glad Mm. when this year is over. It's kind of like the guy who fell off the stepladder and hit the concrete floor. When he jumped up, he said, thank God that's over. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think that's where everybody is. However, however, I want to just take a moment and just insert something here that we're going to talk about during this time together. I really believe the Lord has really spoken a word to my heart concerning 2021. And I'm going to take you in a moment to a passage in the Bible that Mm. I've never spoken from before. And I'm going to share with you, we're not going to be able to exhaust it, but we're going to at least introduce where you can do this, what I call seven keys to the best year ever. Wow. Anybody a candidate for having the best year you've ever had in 2021? Come on. That's right. Now, before we get there, I'd like to do a little bit of maybe uh, a little bit of house cleaning right here. Let's do it. One of the things that I think we need to understand is that when the clock ticks from 12 midnight Mm -hmm. on the 2020 and goes to 1201 2021, Mm -hmm. things are not going to just automatically change on their own. Mm. Although we need to understand that God really wants us to have, I want to, I want to drive this home. God wants you to have in 2021, the best year you've ever had. I like that. God wants you to, God wants you to have the best year physically, spiritually, in your family, in your marriage, in your business. Mm -hmm. That's God's will. I think with what is going on in 2020, we've lost sight of some of the promises that God has made to bless us. You ever considered 3 John verse 2? Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health Mm. as your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need to remember it's God's will to bless his children. One of the great verses in the New Testament The Apostle Paul wrote these words in Galatians, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, that the blessing of Abraham might come on us through Christ Jesus. Hmm. Have you ever explored the blessing of Abraham? The Bible Hmm. said he was blessed at every level. He was blessed physically. He was blessed spiritually. He was blessed financially. And the promise in God's word is that through Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham will come on us. Mm. Now, what we need to understand is that a better year in 2021 is not going to happen just because we want it to happen or we wish it would happen. We've got to chart 
a course. Mm. We've got to set a direction. And, and I, I want to do something here tonight that I don't know that I have ever done in all the 50, 60 years I've been preaching. I'm going to take you to a text in the Bible, and I would encourage you. I don't know if you can do this. If you could find your Bible right quick, whether it be an iPad, iPhone, a good old black back Bible like Paul preached out mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. but I'd like to take you to that passage because it could possibly be a key passage for the full 12 months mm. of 2021. Because in that passage, there is a, a tremendous outlay of keys to the best year that we've ever had. I'm excited. Come on, man. Let's get well, going. Let's, let's do that. I want to take you to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through verse 24. Now, I mentioned a moment ago, I'm going to do something here that I've never done before. I'm going to go to the last two verses of the passage that I, uh, that I mentioned and read them first because that is the destination mm -hmm. that the previous verses will take you to. Okay. Let, let me just, let me emphasize this. You'll never get anywhere until you establish where you want to go. Too many people today are like the lady who jumped in the back of the taxi cab and screamed out to the taxi cab driver, take me there. <laughs> we, all, we all want to go, but do we, do we really know what the destination is supposed to be? Right, right. Let's get practical for a moment. I'm a very practical guy. Where do you want to be personally at the end of 2021? Where do you want to be in your family and in your marriage? Where do you want to be vocationally? Where do you want to be financially? All of those are very, very important questions, and they help us determine how to get there if we know where we want to go. Yep. Many and most of you know that I'm a, a fisherman. I like to fish. It's the only sport that Jesus participated in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but on my boat, I have what everybody knows as a GPS, which stands what? For Global Positioning System. Correct. That's one of the most amazing machines I have ever looked at in my life. They're right. a little bit pricey, mm -hmm. but I want to tell you one thing. That thing will take you anywhere you want to go. Mm. But now here's what it, what's interesting. Garmin, who is the one that manufactured mine, give, gives you a, an instruction booklet when you're learning how to operate this. What is interesting is that when you get ready to chart a course, you determine the destination mm. first. Mm -hmm. In fact, actually in the book, they say you establish where you want to be and work backwards. Mm. Boy, there's something to be said about that. This would be a great time. This we're approaching, this is the last Sunday of 2020. We're approaching the beginning of new year. During the next three or four days, it may be good to just identify where you want to be mm -hmm. in 2021. Mm. Now, I want to I propose a destination. It is in the book of uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I'm going I'm to share with you the whole passage, but, but I want to take you first of all to just uh, a couple of, of verses right at the end. 1 Thessalonians 5.23, 
Pastor, this is absolutely an incredible passage in the Bible. The very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, watch this, your whole spirit and soul and body mm -hmm. be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. There is a reference here to the total person. Mm -hmm. He says, I pray that your whole spirit, mm -hmm. your whole soul, and your whole body. Yep. People, many people do not understand that we're made in the image of God, who God is a triune being, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and we're created in that image. We are also a triune being. We have a spirit, which is our God consciousness. That's the part of us that is brought to life mm -hmm. in the new birth. Right. Then we have a soul that is our self-consciousness. Mm -hmm. That is the realm of the mind, the will, the emotions. And then, of course, we have a body. That is our world consciousness. And we all know the five senses which we, with which we contact the world, what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, what you feel. In this verse, he says that it is possible for you to be completely whole mm -hmm. in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. Mm -hmm. How would you like to, at the end of 2021, be a whole person? Mm -hmm. let, let, let me define that word whole. This, this will set your feet to dancing right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It means complete, no part wanting or unsound. To be, to be completed. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. What would happen in our marriages if we were complete persons? What would happen in our raising our children if we functioned as a complete person, mm. whole in our spirit, whole in our soul, whole in our body? You know, just for a second, Pastor Kim, I was talking with someone just recently um, who many years after um, they had experienced a hurt from their parents, um, they themselves have found themselves dealing with that same ongoing, you know, um, type of lifestyle, if you would, or, or uh, a way of dealing with other people. And, and, um, and, and, and what they realized was because their parent wasn't whole and their parent was broken, that they in turn inherited their same, um, the brokenness from their parents as well, and now passing it on to their children, you know? That, 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 is, that is, and boy, that, that is a subject right there that can really, I mean, that is so significant what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Someone has said the way we leave one room mm -hmm. determines how we enter the next room. Mm -hmm. Many second marriages fail at a higher percentage than first marriages because the person or persons in that relationship did not get whole before they entered into the new relationship. Absolutely. And so this is so important in light of that. It's important to have our, our body, soul, and spirit in alignment. And that, that to me is a, a noble and significant destination. Mm -hmm. I mean, who would like to, who would like to join me? Mm -hmm. 
uh, in this journey. Yeah. That 2021 will be the year that we move forward mm. to complete wholeness in our life. Right. Pretty right. exciting when you think about it. I can't wait. All right. Absolutely. Let, let's then quickly, and I'm just going to, I'm going to read this passage, and I would encourage you to identify here seven biblical keys to having the best year you ever had. Mm. Here they are. Here they are, right here. Verse 16, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, and they're brief little statements. I would encourage you to write them down today as you listen to the message possibly consider embrace one of these each day of the week. Mm -hmm. Commit them to memory. Make that your goal that yeah. day. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. See if you can identify them. Number one, rejoice evermore. Mm. Number two, pray without ceasing. Mm. Number three, in everything give thanks. Ooh, come on. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The next one, verse 19, quench not the Holy Spirit mm. or the Spirit. Mm -hmm. The next one, despise not prophesyings. The next one, prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. And the last one, number seven, abstain from all appearance of evil. Wow, wow. I don't know that anybody's ever written a book on that, but somebody ought to. I think you should. I, <laughs> I, I know you that. in for that but one. Let's, let's talk about just a couple of them. Number one, rejoice once in a while. Mm, no, I don't think so. Rejoice evermore. Yeah. That word rejoice, listen to this, is from a, from a Greek word, kairo, which means to rejoice exceedingly. Uh to be glad, to be well, to thrive. Anybody a candidate for thriving? Yeah, oh, I am. In the new year? Evermore means simply evermore, always. Now, listen to this. There is a direct connection between well-being or being well and rejoicing. Mm -hmm. Did you know that happy people are far less likely to catch sicknesses or disease right. than unhappy people. Right. In fact, a healthy immune system, and boy, we've been hearing everything about that during this COVID thing, That's right. the immune system. Mm -hmm. But it is important to your overall health. Listen to this research. Research has shown that being happier may help keep your immune system strong. Yeah. Recent study, listen to this, recent study in over 300 Healthy people, they were looked at at the risk of developing a cold after they were given a common cold virus mm -hmm. via nasal drops. The least happy people were three times more likely to develop the common cold compared to the happier counterparts. Isn't that something? I mean, think about that a moment. Yeah. Now, what is interesting is science is kind of discovering that. I love to make this statement. It was in the Bible hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years ago <laughs> before right. somebody decided to research this. That's right. That's right. Listen to this. Listen, listen to this. You've heard me quote it. It's my, one of my favorite verses. Proverbs 17, 22. Mm -hmm. A merry heart doeth good mm -hmm. like a medicine, yeah. but a broken spirit mm. drieth the bones. Mm. 
We've never really equated that medically, but listen to this translation. This is the New American Bible. A joyful heart is the health of the body, mm -hmm. but a depressed spirit dries up the bones. I believe it. You know, my translation here is it's the uh, Message Bible, and it says, be cheerful no matter what. It's all, I like that too. Uh, I, there was a story I read one time of, um, he was a very wealthy man and he contracted a disease and they said, sir, there's nothing more we can do. Um, you're just gonna have to make things right you know, with whoever and um, just enjoy the rest of your, the little bit of time you have left. And you know what, he, he read that passage of scripture and he hired a comedian. <laughs> and he, hired, he kept hiring several comedians to come and every day a different comedian would come in and they would just tell him jokes. And then in the meantime, when they would leave, he would watch comedies and hilarious. And, and he just spent every waking day laughing and, and having a fun time. And do you know that he got better and his disease left? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that is amazing. Now here, here's something we need to insert. Happiness, I can prove to you, happiness and joy has nothing to do with money. Right. You've traveled all over the world. I have too. I've lived in foreign countries. Some of the happiest people I've ever met in my life had very little money. Right. In fact, we lived three and a half years in, in Jamaica. I love the Jamaican culture. I love the food. We built a church and a school there. You probably have heard this. It's become now world known. Everybody knows this. The number one saying in Jamaica, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> that's right. And boy, that, they do that. I mean, they are a happy, it's not the most, it's, in fact, it's far from being a, uh, one of the most prosperous nations in the world, yeah. but the Jamaican people are very happy. Mm. Consequently, they're pretty healthy along uh, the way. Mm. Let, me show you, let me show you another translation. Listen to this, uh, of this same verse, Proverbs 17, 22. Being cheerful keeps you healthy. It is slow death to be gloomy mm. all the time. Mm. Rejoice. Yeah. It doesn't say rejoice once in a while. Mm -hmm. Rejoice evermore. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I could spend all the, our time here on this one verse. Jesus talked a great deal about joy. In fact, he said, these things have been spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you mm. and that your joy might be full. Mm. Wow. What would your life be like if you started every day with just a good season of rejoicing? Mm. Yeah. Just, just rejoice. Yes. Number two, the second key is found in that very next verse. It's one of the most misunderstood verses in the Bible. Pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. What in the world does that mean? How can you pray when you're talking on the telephone without ceasing? What does that mean? Does that mean that you have to engage in nonstop vocal prayer 24 hours a day, seven days a week? If you think about it, it certainly cannot mean that. No. That's not what that means. You know what that verse actually means? It means that there is a consciousness of your dependence upon God mm at all times. That's good. And that you are constantly in connection with the fact mm. that without him, mm. I can do nothing, but through him, mm. 
I can do all things. That, that, that is the that is the attitude. I wrote something down. I wrote something down here that I think is, is very, very important. What it, what it really means is it is a spirit of dependence that should permeate all that we do, that we are dependent upon God 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week. Mm-hmm. What kind of life would you live in 2021 if you could develop a, a consciousness. I don't mean you got to be talking prayer. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means. But there is a constant awareness. It's it. An awareness. That you're dependent upon God. Absolutely. It's, that's right. An awareness all the time in all your conversations, all your decisions. You're aware that God is with you and you're, you're, you're actually looking for his input in these situations. I must insert something here. This was, this was a revelation to me. Your spirit never sleeps. Mm. Your body sleeps. Your soul sleeps when you sleep at night. But your spirit Mm. never sleeps. Always awake. Always awake. This is why God can can deal with us and speak to us Mm. even when we are sleeping. Mm. How many times, I, I cannot name the times when I have faced a difficult problem that I didn't seem to have an answer. I simply went to bed. Before I went to sleep, I I just had my time of prayer with him. Mm. Went sound asleep, woke up the next morning, and there miraculously was a supernatural answer Mm. to an unanswerable problem. Oh, that's great. That's a good tip right there. Yeah, your spirit never sleeps. Mm. Now listen to this. Jesus, Jesus said this, Luke 18, 1. He said, men ought always to pray Ooh. and not to faint. Yeah. It was interesting that the disciples never asked of Jesus, Lord, teach us to preach. They never said, Lord, teach us how to walk on water. Mm. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. Yeah. Let me tell you this, personal experience. The most important thing I do in my life as a Christian, is not preach or teach or make a television program or write an article or even counsel someone. All of those are important. But the most important thing is my prayer. Mm. Prayer moves the hand of God. Mm. That's why this fasting and prayer that's coming up is so significant. We just want to mention one more. We just got a minute or two left. The third one is, and I love this, in, this is verse 18, in everything give thanks. Mm. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now notice this. It does not say for everything give thanks. Everything that happens to us is not necessarily for us or is it necessarily even God's will for us. Mm -hmm. But it says regardless of what has happened, Whatever the circumstance or situation, in that situation, give thanks to God. Mm. For that is the will of God. What is the will of God? To give him thanks in every situation. I love it in the Living Bible. Listen to this. Mm. No matter what happens, always be thankful. For this is God's will for you Mm. who belong to Christ Jesus. Mm. Well, 
I hope I have challenged this enough that we'll explore all seven of them. Man, I like that, Pastor Kemp. That is good seven, stuff. Seven keys to the greatest year ever. Well, I think we can take all seven of those and commit them to memory. And if we will just take those seven, seven points that you made and incorporate them into our life on a daily basis, it'll change the way we live our lives. It'll change the way we think. And no doubt, it'll change our perspective and even our countenance. And we'll be in good health, like it says, a promise, you know, that our body, soul, and spirit prospers. Pastor Kim, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for your incredible word. Thank you for delivering that, a timely word for this <laughs> upcoming year. Um, yeah, 2021 may not change so much uh, any different than 2020 has ended, uh, right away, but we can change. When the change takes place in your heart, right. your whole surroundings change. That's right. That's a good word. That's a good word. Well, hey, I'm going to lead us into prayer this morning. If you uh, need any information, please go to our summitchurch.tv website and uh, you can catch up uh, anything you need to know. Don't forget 21 days of prayer and fasting begins January 2nd and you can find that uh, phone number. We'll be uh, doing a conference call, conference prayer every morning at six o'clock. Hope you can join us. Don't forget the New Year's Eve uh, prayer and worship service that we'll be having at the Alabama Music Hall starting at 10 o'clock New Year's Eve. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this timely word that Pastor Kemp's given to us today. We thank you, Lord God, that you are helping us uh, become Conform to your image. Yes. And Lord, these seven points really are so vital to our ability to go into 2021, not being affected by the things around us, but affecting the things around yes. us. Thank you for that word. We appreciate that. We, we, we hold it dear to us. Anyone watching today, Lord, as well, that needs you or has a need in their heart, we ask, Lord God, you answer those needs. I know some, Lord God, are struggling financially, some are struggling physically, and, uh, and, and we just pray, Father, for them today and pray that you encourage them and bring answers into their lives. We thank you for being real and for being God. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. Again, thank you, Pastor Kim, for being here. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Have a great day. Hope to see you at the New Year's Eve service.